Christ, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, it's all about unsimulated fellatio, penetration, ejaculation, and unconventional horse husbandry. Because we're talking about Emmanuel in America. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turning into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's fan talk. No. Wolfman's got nard. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Happy guy, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and we will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do. Shout, shout out. out. So make sure you stick around for that. And then uh, when you're done with that, head over to cultfilmandreview.com for all your cult film and review needs, like picking up a t-shirt and leaving uh, reviews for uh, movies for us to review. Not reviews, movies for us to review. Request. Well, that's it. Hey. There's the word. Cool. Thank you for that. Leave us your request. And we will hopefully review your movie. We have so many. It's great, guys. So keep those uh, coming in. And then remember, uh, tomorrow, September 13th, we will be at Phoenix Film Bar uh, to show The Burning. So make sure you guys come out for that. Then get tickets where, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. That's right. That is right. All right, guys. Tonight, we're talking about uh, Emmanuel in America. And before we get to that, though, as always, I'm joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wombrek. Hey, what's up? And Michael Slusio. Hello, everyone. With a very special guest. We have Andrea Canales here with us in studio. She is the film programmer at Film Bar, where we will be tomorrow showing The Burning. Andrea, thank you for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. And this is, uh, it's, it's unreal. <laughs> is it a dream come yeah, true? She's totally like, holy dream. shit, this has been a train wreck already. <laughs> myself into. Yeah. She's gotten to, to see an exclusive behind the scenes of how um, unprofessional we are. No, yeah. it's quite the opposite. Oh, oh good. Yeah, good. Wow, is that the surprising <laughs> part? You, you've been on some bad ones. Like I listened to the show and I really just didn't think you guys were this professional. I just assumed you guys were a bunch of idiots. And, <laughs> But uh, thank you for coming on tonight, and we would like to talk to you a little bit about Film Bar and uh, what you do there and, and what Film Bar is here in Phoenix and kind of what it, I guess, uh, means, I think, to the community and us in general and stuff like that. What do you guys think? For sure, yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew, how long have you been the film programmer at Film Bar? Uh, about seven years. Seven so, wow. years. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been open for eight. So, yeah, I, I joined pretty shortly after we opened. But first of all, I want to thank you guys. For doing your show with us. Like, you guys are rock stars and always get close to a sellout. And uh, I know that people really enjoy your screening events. So, oh, thank you dang. for the support. Oh, thank you <laughs> for giving <laughs> us the opportunity and the platform. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is really awesome because, like, we realize there's not a lot of places in Phoenix. It's it's emerging. Like, we're getting a little bit more on the art artistic side of things. But mm -hmm. having Film Bar, like, you know, even from eight years ago is kind of like like a the original in cultivating, you know, that kind of um, interest, you know, in the downtown community, at least. So it is kind yeah. of it's always been there, like kind of serving up mm -hmm. uh, this this film culture, you know, to to people like us and so many from all over the valley. Yeah, we want to be that home for people who just love film and all sorts of film. You know, we want to be the um, we're not. Ex we try not to exclude anyone. We just try to be like a comfy community space for people. So we're basically a one screen art house. 
uh, cinema with a bar and lounge attached. So you can come in and just grab a drink. Or if you purchase a drink, you can also take that into the auditorium as well. So One Screen Art House, been around seven years. We do newer independent films, cult classics, repertory programming, documentary, foreign. So, um, yeah, we have a really diverse um, range of programming and we work with a lot of community partners. That's like that's what I'm so grateful for. And that's the because, again, it gives us an opportunity to kind of uh, hone different things that we want to do and try and. And it's a great place to do it. And I'm just happy that there's a place like that yeah, to do it. It's cool. It's cool. Being into film and stuff, you, you see these movies, and you're like, man, I really want to show these to people. And like, I, even as a kid, I was like fantasized, like, oh, if I had like a movie theater, I could just show like Kung Fu or Sari movies all the time and stuff. So it's like, this is like a small piece to kind of fulfill that dream of being able to like pick a movie and then have a bunch of people come watch it with you. It's think, awesome. And I think it's really cool that, like, I mean, especially with this show, I mean, let's be honest, like the vast majority of movies that we do here like came out before we were ever even born. Yes. <laughs> so yes. like we never got an opportunity to watch it like on a big screen right. and uh-huh. like to see it with an audience. I mean, how many times have we done the show and we've, been, and we've had a different opinion of a film that we reviewed on the show, but when you have 75 people around mm-hmm. you and they're reacting, all of a sudden it becomes like, oh yeah. Yeah, like, that community vibe really really changes yeah. changes how a, mo- how a movie performs, For I sure. think. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of my favorite movies on the big screen <laughs> at Film Bar, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like I hadn't before that, and I that's yeah. like the magical part about it, is like looking back on, we've been doing it for like a year and a half now, mm-hmm. And it's like all the films that we've gotten to show, yeah. it's like we might have never seen those movies yeah, on any sure. big screen, mm-hmm. yeah. but we got to actually present them. And what we find surprising almost every time that we do a show at Film Bar is that most of the people that show up have either never been there before mm-hmm. or have never seen the movie before. And or I'm, never heard of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Really weird. Yeah, exactly. That's more like, I feel all, like everyone in the audience. Weird at all. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that actually makes sense. That's the weirdest one to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the most constant. (laughs) But is that, is that like a commonality throughout all audiences? Like that, do you notice that they're like they go there to discover new stuff? Oh, definitely. Or? Like we do. It depends on what we're programming. So of course we have our regulars that follow series, like mm-hmm. you guys host. But then yeah, when we have a bigger indie wood title, something like Hereditary, or say like Midsummer, then we get people who have heard about the movie through mainstream media, but don't typically go to art house films. Mm-hmm. And so then they come to Film Bar and they're like, "Whoa, what is this space?" You know, it's small, it's intimate, there's murals on the wall, there's beer and wine. So, yeah, it definitely depends on the programming, the kind of new audiences that we'll bring in. But, yeah, we're constantly, there's always new people discovering us. Like, I don't think we'll... I don't think you can ever get complacent and just be like, oh, yeah, everybody knows about us. <laughs> that would be awesome if we could. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I, I think the, the, the other two, the, the, the part of Film Bar that I, is, is the, that I love the most is honestly the theater because it has so much character itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I love watching these movies where I'm like, no one's ever like really heard of these before. And I'm watching it in this place that is just like so punk rock. And just like, this mm-hmm. is where I want to, you know, when I hear stories of, of, of like cold icons, like John Waters talking about places where he watched these movies and it's like, man, I wish I could go to a place like that. Well, I can. <laughs> like, and it's fucking awesome. I, like, it feels like a church basement. 
<laughs> and it no. smells like one too. <laughs> <laughs> Not like so much that part of it, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's just I know like, it's, you get the real experience yeah. of like the grimy movie in a theater that actually has that living room vibe, is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't know what it what why this sticks out to me every time, but the area rug that's thrown in front yeah. of the screen, like I fucking love that because it just reminds me of like it reminds me of like basic home studios when you're like starting up. It's like yeah. how do we soundproof like get a bunch of area rugs slow them down it's just like right. I love that like that that oh. makeshift vibe you, you know? mean like, our studio the, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, hey, there are some custom there. made soundboards in this room thank you oh, very shit. much I know it's no good. I just Practical say like, it, I love it because it has a character that matches the community right, and that's Absolutely. like it's 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 pretty awesome when so how did you first get involved with them so I started <laughs> my own micro cinema in Mesa in downtown Mesa in 2011 we were open for six months and then I closed and I was just looking for for work and I had heard that there was this uh theater opening up and I was like I was like a total bitch. I was like, who is this fucking guy that thinks he is going to open up this movie theater? I've never even heard of this guy because I'd been like exhibiting stuff and like four-walling spaces for years, you know, and trying to build my brand of um, screening series. And so then when I actually met Kelly, I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. And so um, eventually got around to working for him because he needed a programmer. He had let go his original programmer and so just kind of took it from there. So it's been a really crazy journey like nothing's ever boring around good timing yeah that's awesome good timing on so, that right yeah. it's like it was serendipitous so, i even want to like ask a, de- a question going back like mm-hmm. what prompted you to even start kind of like starting your own would you call it a oh gosh like programming so i'd like when i was doing midnight movie mamacina stuff yeah, and yeah i so i was at a convention many years ago um, called Necro Comic Con, uh, which is started by the guys who do Mad Monster. And um, I met a bunch of the talent or the starlets from Russ Meyer Films, which I really adore. And I was chatting with their manager. I was like, you know, I'd love to bring you out to Phoenix and screen something. And um, and then she kind of took me up on the offer. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. <laughs> I need to figure out how to do this. So my first ever event was a screening of Faster Pussycat Kill Kill at the Paper Heart, which is no longer but downtown off, off of uh, Grand. And um, brought out Satana and Haji, and we screened the film. And so from there, it just kind of blossomed. Like I always I, – I wanted – to share my love of these movies with people, you know? Like, I just wanted to, um, the excitement that I, and the enjoyment that I get from watching these movies, I'm like, there's got to be other people out here, you know, that feel the same way, so. Let me ask you, like, about the evolution, really. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to get deep. Like, (laughs) the evolution of that. Like, so, you know, like, obviously, you probably tried a ton of different things, like, along the way with Mm -hmm. how you did the screenings, Mm -hmm. how you promoted, what you were, like, going for as far as, you know, like, what you wanted your brand to be and what this was. And it's like, so, I mean, like, what did you kind of learn from from that experience, (laughs) like? Like, make sure you pay the distributors. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just start showing shit wherever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, but um, honestly, like, I did discover that uh, Phoenix has a huge horror community. Like, mm. when I kind of moved on to Chandler Cinemas and um, we screened Zombie, Fulci Zombie and 35mm, uh, and just the theater had not seen that 
volume of people come in at once. It was just amazing to see so many people coming out. So, um, yeah, but it's it's always kind of going to be an uphill battle, especially for the films that I like. They're very bizarre, unique. You know, there's not a huge audience for a lot of the stuff that I um, enjoy. So definitely I find that most people will give the more low-hanging fruit titles a chance you know but if you do have a a strong brand and personality and if you just connect with people like I've met some awesome friends from my screenings you know and now I have like a monthly brunch group with it's ladies only and we get together once a month and watch a fucked up movie and it's just women (laughs) that you know like I've met over the years at my screenings that are just share this common interest you know so Mm. yeah it's it's I feel very lucky absolutely That's awesome. Yeah, I always was curious, like, how do, how do you even get started, you know, on something like oh, that? Oh, like, I did ask people that I kind of admired in the industry, and some people were kind enough to kind of give me some advice. Yeah, because it's like, how do you find a distributor? How do you figure out all that stuff? But most of it was just trial and error. And there were some really great people along the way who loaned me film prints, and then I got into film print collecting, so... But I'm very grateful for everyone who kind of, you know, helped me wow. do that. So. Yeah, it's a cool. lifetime love and passion. Like with <laughs> yeah. the rest of us, I would say, I mean, that's part of this doing this show is the mm-hmm. passion of move, watching movies and what they what they mean. And it's interesting that you say like to go watch like fucked up movies with your girlfriends because mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the psychology of that? Like, do you guys, <laughs> like, like, is that just like for fun so you guys can just get like rowdy and be like, they're, fuck yeah. They're like, not always <laughs> fucked up. Like. Sometimes they are, but um, no, just to have that experience um, just with a bunch of women is just really, it's it's really fun. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. Did you consult them when you picked this film? Because I, you know what, this this is totally something we would watch. um, But well, it's pretty porny. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) we have had um, stuff with hardcore scenes in it before. So and the and the girls were all fine with it. So yeah. Just imagined an entire room where it's like, yeah, I gotta be on this puck. Give them a manual in America. (laughs) Yeah, give them that that one. That one. one. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah. Guys will fucking lose it. (laughs) All right, so we are talking about Emmanuel in America. It was directed by Joe D'Amato. Came out in 1977, and that's pretty much what I know about it. This was Andrew's pick. Andrea, why'd you pick Emmanuel in America? Well, I'm a huge Laura Gamza fan. Like, I'll watch anything she's in. I just think she's an extraordinary talent. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish she would do interviews now. She doesn't. Like, I think the only, I've seen like one very short clip on YouTube and maybe some audio stuff, but um, she's kind of left this life behind her. And I'm a huge Joe D'Amato fan as well. So, um, and the, and Mondo Macabro just did like a beautiful restoration of this film. I wonder if like Joe D'Amato would ever like realize that his film was going to look this spectacular. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the restoration is is so, but it's 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 definitely um, it's a really interesting film, fascinating, definitely problematic. There's um, things within it which are really not entertaining <laughs> for me but there's a lot of things that I really do like about it and that I find quite subversive so I just thought it would be an interesting one to discuss alright guys now had anyone uh, heard or seen of Emmanuel in America before this let's start with Mike I mean I definitely heard of the Emmanuel series because there's like 854 of them <laughs> like but uh, no not Emmanuel I had not seen the iteration where she went to America no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Got it. 
What about you, Chris? No, I, I'm in the same place that Mike is. Like, <laughs> certainly have heard of it and knew it was like a softcore porn series of some kind. Uh, I, I, it, but no, I, I never even seen one. So, Kyle. Yeah, I haven't seen one, but it's it's funny, like, because I want to say it was less than a month or so ago. I think we re- when we reviewed um, that, um, what's the one that you picked, the, the Nazi one that you hated? Night Porter. Night, Night Porter. Porter. Oh. When you picked that and you you mentioned, like, sexploitation or whatever during that conversation, <laughs> and I was, like, I was like just on a Google frenzy, and I was, like, I was, like, pick up other, a bunch of movies that, oh, I want to, okay, this sounds interesting, check this one out. And this, actually, the manual in America was one that came up, and I didn't read deeply into it so i was still really surprised at what i got in the film but yeah i was pretty excited to watch it so gotcha yeah no i had never heard of this series before or knew anything about it like really yeah i just jumped right in i, I would like to note that i have seen emmanuel go to space can i be honest oh <laughs> i have not it's a, it's a legit thing that happened. it is yeah you know what so this is leprechaun they say this Everyone's is the weird one this is jason this is I really, yeah, I this actually, is definitely the weird one. The one, <laughs> the one I was most intrigued by, and I still don't think I'm going to go out and check out, is Manuel and the Cannibals. I'm oh, like, it's like a blending yeah, of uh-huh. this world and the cannibal, the cannibal films. Yeah. I'm just like, what a weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who knows how that's going to go? It's like an, it's like an Ernest Not series. Well. It's like they do. <laughs> she does everything. Not well. <laughs> yeah, she's like the Ernest of Italian Emmanuel cinema. Goes to basketball camp. <laughs> I just don't understand goes that after after Emmanuel seventy one that she wasn't just like a crippled, mentally oh, destroyed so human being. She's seen. Cannibalist. Yeah. <laughs> She's been through, through so many harrowing adventures. <laughs> you think they would have a mental, yeah. mental. After all that, she goes to basketball game. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you. Yeah, she's going to go, you know, she's teach go, youth. She gets into the army. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing here? I mean, it goes makes, to jail. It saves Christmas. Is this well, one of the later? And this is not one of the later Emmanuels, right? This There's is like the third, third. one in his uh, yeah. Black Emmanuel oh, okay. series. So, okay. yeah. 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 yeah, it's important because that, that, these started out as French films. It goes a bit off a French mm-hmm. romance novel, right? Correct. And then yeah. there was a couple, and just like a- anything that's mildly popular, the Italians copied it. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's where <laughs> this series is coming from. So I have a question: Is it is Black Emmanuel because it's a darker themed Emmanuel, or is it because it's a race? It's because there's a it was race. a race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just want to figure out how yeah. racist this movie was being. <laughs> 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 It could be dark. Dude, the the Italians are just literal, you know? Just really literal. No, I'm aware. (laughs) I grew up with them. Yeah, it's Black black Emmanuel. I don't know. What do you you mean? Why is he confused? Fully aware. (laughs) All the old country Italians. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, you know what? We should probably figure out what this movie's about, so it's time for Plots with Mike. Yeah, guess what, guys? There's not much to this film. Emmanuel is a reporter. Uh, She's also someone who has a very... um, Promiscuous? Healthy. Is that the word? Liberal? Sure. sure. Liberal, libertine <laughs> attitude towards sex. Yes. Uh, and uh, she wants to investigate uh, various stories that are going on with these sex kind of places. And it takes her on a number of adventures. One of them happens to be in America. Uh, not the whole film. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The one yeah. moment that she does get there. But um, yeah, and she goes from place to place to place. Some of them are a little bit more insidious than others. Uh, but otherwise... Uh yeah, as in terms of a plot, that's about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> about it. It's kind of I guess like you could look at it as the vignettes of the different Very much so. Yeah, the yeah. different um uh, 
uh, investigations. Investigations mm. that yeah. she goes on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it sound fancy. These are investigations. Church it up, guys. Church it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Emmanuel in America. Pull into that side street and stop. Ah, I get it now. You want the car. That's not it's true. It's nothing great, but if you want it, take it. But please, drop me off at a No, cab. no. I know what I want, and that's to strangle you. Oh, come again. All I want is to murder you. So pull over that side street. I can't see your point. Just take a look around you. The people in the street. Can't you see what people are coming to? Can't you see they're heading for disaster and nobody realizes it? No more values, no more ideals. There's no morality left. By killing you, I'll give the world a lesson in morality. And we're back. <laughs> Talking about Emmanuel in America. And, uh, man. Let's start us off. Let's start us off. First investigation. No, guess, rock right? and roll music right in those fucking credits or whatever that is. Oh, that, man, it's amazing. I kept thinking Pink Floyd was starting up. It's very kind of prog rockish. It is, yeah. It's like a yeah, like kind of 70s, yeah. It's yeah. like, is this like fucking, like, yeah, Dark Side of the Moon? No, it's not. No, it's Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you got. And it opens with her being a photographer. Yes. Like a fashion photographer, it seems like, or a nude, nude photographer. Uh-huh. Uh, you right? get right to nudity, right in the credit That's, sequence. I think I, I think I texted that to you guys because Chris kept asking me, he's like, did you find the movie yet? Did you find the movie yet? And I finally got it, and mm-hmm. I like hit play, and I was like, let me just see. And like it was, yeah, 15 seconds in, I texted <laughs> like, the group, I'm like, there's uh, boobs and nudity in the first 15 minutes. I found it, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> this, this is the it. one. This is it. We've landed. I was like, can I, I can't even be bothered with these ladies on a motorcycle. I just want to look at this set. <laughs> pretty cool, wasn't it? That yeah. set is badass, That's pretty cool. man. Yeah. It was. It was. I like that door with the mirror. And I was like, this kind of trippy looking. Like, the, like definitely the, a 70s the, thing. Like the pear ass door. Mm-hmm. That was cool as hell. The well, pear was, ass door. It was a pear that turned into an ass, Kyle. You didn't see that? No, I missed it. You missed lot of... the pear ass? Store? Yeah, I did. There's uh, fruit, fruit, fruit privates a lot, fruit. a lot in this yeah. movie. I, Actually, just, like. I think I have a little. Uh... Yeah. There's definitely some oh, figs oh, that no. are definitely not supposed to be figs. Oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah, you go. There's the one. There it is. There's oh, one. would you look at that? Would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> I like we have props on this episode. Yeah. This is great. I put my little shorn down. Oh. <laughs> Guys, if you want to see these props, you have to go to YouTube and watch us uh, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Film review. Oh, nice. Is that on YouTube. We're plugging in the middle of our discussion, guys. <laughs> it's fine. Yes, we are. But Emmanuel, immediately I say, confident woman. Yes. Like, Very much <laughs> Liberated. Yeah. I'm like, she's totally all about her own life, and mm-hmm. she's doing her own thing, and she's just she's just living on the edge, in a sense, you know? Yes, and she's um, not, like her and Bill have a very open relationship. Yeah. You know? He, he's he's pushing towards monogamy, right? you know? But she's like. I kept asking, like, he must know that she's hooking up with all yeah. these people, uh, right? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. she, yeah, he has to. He has, he has to know. What if he, he has, has no to. idea? How shattered would he be? Well, <laughs> how, how shattered? shattered. <laughs> like it just broke Bill's, poor little Bill's heart. That was the other ending we didn't see. That was the alternate ending. Sweet little Bill. Sweet little Bill. Bill. Bill just <laughs> crushed, depressed in his apartment. Is this the only film that Bill is a part of? Oh, no. well, as far as the, the actor, he's in a bunch of other Italian films. But I love it when she, he what, he comes to Venice to meet her for like two hours and oh, she's yeah. kind of pissed. Yeah. She's like, why the hell did he you He gets come off the, the plane. To- he's like, hold on one sec. Give me your first flight out of here. <laughs> yeah. like, and I was like confused. I'm like, wait, what, did he just order the first flight out yes. of here? I'm, what? 
the fuck? She wasn't the only one. I was like, did this dude just fly to bang her? Yeah. Like, that's it? He did. Yeah. He did. It's the most, that's what he did. The most that's committed. what we're going with in this went, plot right he went, now. He went over the ocean. <laughs> He's going to fly 18 hours. Well, I think he had something in England. He did. He did, it, yeah. yeah. And so he was like, I'll just swing by Venice yeah. for a few hours yeah. and piss off Emmanuel. But that's how, that is how attractive Emmanuel is, yeah, is that you, that. everybody lusts after Emmanuel, yeah. it seems. No, that, I mean, she uses that, like, okay, so... I like I was like okay this lady is she's the bond of journalists like right <laughs> yes. okay so she's, the, she's the female bond of journalists like yeah she doesn't maybe have like the gadgets as much but she's definitely gonna sleep with every gadgets though she's got the little cam- necklace yeah. camera she does she has the bracelet camera which is like the biggest fucking camera I know ever. under a bracelet yeah. like uh, three times the size of a GoPro <laughs> that was tiny back then guys yeah, that's like, a spy camera remember back when then. cell phones. I'm like she got real <laughs> lucky that the, I'm like she got real Dude, lucky that that Gemini she, bracelet is fucking huge. How did she not get caught ever? Because every time she's taking pictures, it was like the most so obvious. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> she's just standing there watching and taking photos. I have questions about how that camera works, by the way, but I don't know if we're <laughs> the there yet. Okay, I don't know if we're there. We need to we need to jump back camera. a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, but no, I definitely yeah. Let's jump back because our first our first like. Uh, her first run-in with danger mm-hmm. is uh, after she leaves from the photo shoot and uh, she has the uh, the guy who's hiding in the back of her car. The sexually yes. frustrated boyfriend of one of her models. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. deep. Yes. That's deep shit. That deep. was some crazy shit, dude. That's religious <laughs> as well, I think. Can I tell you something? When the, when he's like, pull over, and she's like, why? And he's like, because I'm would. i going to strangle you. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I did laugh because I was like, what? I want to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> I was also, like, man, this guy is real, li- yeah, real literal. He's like, <laughs> yep. the dub is real literal. Like, I mean, that we, like, you know that right off the bat. Everybody's like, I'm pretty sure almost everybody's yeah. dubbed in this movie. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, this was a really strange scene to me. This, this, this was. I, I, I kind of liked the way it progressed, though. I thought it was, I thought it ended up being pretty fucking outcome. funny. Yeah, yes, it was, it was, funny. It was yeah. hilarious. Like, but it is a weird way to start the film. It's a fucking <laughs> weird thing to do. Like, oh, yeah? Well, you, you're going to strangle me? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Which, can I say, this is the moment, too. Like, it, like I know that they're that they're trying to exude that Emmanuel is very confident. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are moments where I'm like, she's defying, like, all rational reason. Like, <laughs> oh, that, yes. is a, that is a a long con to assume. <laughs> so true. Like, if I just blow this guy, he won't want to kill me after yeah. telling me, yeah. very point blank, I wish to kill you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I it's clear that the 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 point is like I'm going to use my sexuality as like my weapon in right. a sense, right? right. Like I'm going to yeah. defend myself by using something that the weakness of this well, and she silly knew. man who is being thankfully, fucking like creepy as fuck by the way. She knew the weakness because that was one of her models boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Which you know, glad she's dating that guy. <laughs> <laughs> She just like blows it off like, well, I'm not gonna tell on him because like you know. literally, yeah, literally. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the part that maybe I was like, no, well, I'm not gonna no. say anything. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably work itself out. I'm like, he's insane. Yeah. Let's not tell this model yeah. friend of mine that she's with a fucking psychopath. <laughs> no, she'll she'll figure it out. She'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, and they and they conclude it nicely at the end of the film. I don't know if you caught her. Chatting yeah. with the model, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they're, they're married now, mm-hmm. and she can't get enough. He can't get enough sex. Yeah. <laughs> so everything worked out okay. Wow, good. Okay. I'm glad they wrapped that up. Yeah. <laughs> once, 
Just do you see leave the miracles of, a, of the blowjobs that <laughs> yeah. Emmanuel could give yeah. right now? It's relationships. Well, what it does Fucking say, yeah. She cured sociopathic behavior. <laughs> Literally <laughs> cured it. So funny. She has she, she has a hypnotic see, trance on listen, anybody she gets involved with, it seems. It's the worst Halloween sequel ever because she fixes Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> he snaps out of it. He comes to. Like, oh, this is all I was what missing. What am I doing? Yeah. No! It's the worst ending of Silence of the Lambs ever. You're like, oh, okay. I guess that's how it ends. Animal's done. He's done with crime and all he cares about is blowjob. <laughs> well, then she goes down. and she meets she meets her friend that runs the bo- uh, that runs boxers, I guess, or he's like a yeah. coach, yeah. like a yeah. boxing coach. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris is really into sports. I, he really runs done. boxers, really? I guess. He runs a boxing team, a team of boxers. He didn't say won the Super Bowl. He just said boxers. <laughs> you know, you get it. Don't do sports, Chris. No, I don't. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yes, he has a he has yes. a boxing gym and he yeah. coaches. He has a trainer. He also, yes. hey, he also is trying to get back at Eric Van Van Deren. He's because yeah. he beat his ass like in so many different fights. Yeah. That that guy's a punk. Which one, Eric Van Deren? Yeah, well, he, even his punk name. It's so horrible. Eric like, Van Deren. Yeah, <laughs> like that kid that like no one liked in high school. But he, like picked on two kids. That's why he and, learned like, to fight Mike, and then he beat everyone's yeah. ass yeah. and made only enemies. And, and he made his own harem of yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn! Like, do they like really flaunt the misogyny in this fucking part of the movie? Like, this guy's horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is, man. <laughs> Holy crap! And she, you know, and I'm just like, I'm always in that corner where I'm like, why is she fucking dealing with this guy right now? But so, she's just playing with yeah, him. I yeah, I get it. Yeah. She wants the, the long game. She's yeah. doing the three dimensional chess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> three dimensional chess. <laughs> three dimensional chess. <laughs> just, just so you know, all chess, by the way. Yeah, it's three dimensional. I think you meant four dimensional. Five, six, you know. Yeah, but um, I like I wasn't really like taken aback by this when she gets to the to the the harem and stuff. I wasn't taken aback. I was like, okay, it's exploitation. I'm expecting yeah. this. This is normal. This yeah. is normal. It's a little bit of more the pool underwater pool stuff. I was like, well, that's more that's, than I was anticipating, but yeah. okay, we're yeah. good. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, you know, I was like, whatever. You're just like a little long. Yeah, and then like <laughs> cut it a little bit. Well, yeah, speaking it, of long, <laughs> and then you get to that scene. Well, that was the thing because like no, the buildup for that is great though. <laughs> when she first shows I up, I didn't pick it up the first. Oh, you hear not the nang. Right away, not the right minute, away. Yes, the minute you get there, she you gets a pull. You hear nang, and then this girl just out of like from the side of the screen just darts off. Just, and just like, darts off. You're like, I'm what? like, what's that? Yeah, about? Chris, I, I kind of knew where this was going, and I didn't read the uh, Wikipedia. I didn't read anything about this. But as soon as that happened, I was like, ah, fuck. Same here. Ah, fuck. Just that happened, I was like, okay, really? Someone, I, I went is I went too far. I was like, someone's going to get fucked by a horse? Really? Okay. Uh, I, yeah, that's where I thought. I thought it was going to go that far. That's where I thought well, we were the, going. The, the other girls were like, man, he, she just can't get enough of Pedro. I was like, I was still innocent to it. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's like a, one of the helpers or yeah. something. <laughs> the help. Yeah. Oh, God. Here's the weird <laughs> thing. I'm like, here's the weird thing, because the one guy, so the one guy who has sex with Emmanuel when she first shows up there, oh, the he's like, like, he's, like, God, he's like, yeah, we can only, we can't touch anybody until it gets to a certain oh, point. Yeah. And he like throws her <laughs> into the like, bed. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, such a good performance. Afterwards, afterwards, like meets her and the thing is like, hey, no, like we can't fuck yeah. anymore. And, just- and no one, none of the help can. None of the help can. <laughs> no. Because we're all servants. And I'm like, but like, what gives the horse 
like car blanche because like, the owner likes it. No, the wasn't owner that, likes I, it. I thought that was punishment. That's what she confesses, right? In the sauna, she didn't seem like she was being punished. She can, yeah, she confesses that. Like, Is that, that the same lady with the I sauna lady? No, 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 I thought no, sauna lady was no, the sauna yeah. lady was not. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't that take part. it. It was a that punishment. Looked, I just thought it was well, a show I, that they clearly did I was wrong. I just said I was wrong because I I thought it was the sauna lady. I got them all. They all so there was there was the first day. Then there was there then there was like another hint to it I, and I can't remember exactly what it was what where she, there was like nay? another like nay there was another nay when the, <laughs> yeah. when the there was a guy visiting who was the Dutch uh, oh, right wasn't that who he was the, the Duke oh, the Duke, yeah, the Duke. The Duke yeah, was visiting uh-huh. yeah and then as they're walking through the house you hear another nay, nay. and she like scurries ahead of everyone takes off <laughs> she's like I gotta get yeah. ready I didn't pick up on it until they started walking over there and you hear the moaning and the neighing simultaneously Dude, that was like some horse sounds I never wanted to hear and I was, I was like, like wow I, yeah. I did read the Wikipedia I did read it and I was like this is that fucking scene <laughs> coming up right now what are they actually going to show because I didn't know how far this movie is actually yeah, going to go at right, this point right. like I didn't understand that it was going to like it turn into like literal pornography and, and I want to talk about that like here's the thing that like <laughs> the film but the, the amount of nudity and the extremes that they go mm-hmm. is, in terms of the sexuality gradual goes mm-hmm. from beginning to end like at first you think like are they even like you okay okay there's gonna be nudity right it's and then be all an of a sudden you're like film, yeah. okay soft soft nude right. sex scenes and then all of a sudden it goes hard sex That's and right, then it, well then, then there's it's like taboo yeah. shit hold on well, no. like, yeah. this is it's like, real weird yeah. hold I mean, on right. but, but the then, taboo shit with the horror stuff kind of happens before because this is how I it went does it the, happens before yeah I, this is how I went like, the horror stuff happened and even though like so basically this girl jerks off a horse on camera yeah that's her that's her gig yeah, and, and <laughs> it's her talent, as you were. That's her job yeah. at the harem. She's the horse ejaculator. You yeah. know, yeah. The husbandry. She gets into the, yeah, <laughs> the horse. horse husbandry. She's the hun- husbandry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, even then, I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Well, that's the thing. Like, even like when we get to the horse scene, like, well, it's it's so <laughs> weird to say, but but I was like, I wasn't phased. Like, I had I had, like I had seen uh, the Beast. Oh yeah. And it was like mm-hmm. that movie opens with just with yeah. Yeah, very graphic horse sex. I'm just like, well, just used to this now. I still haven't landed on. I still haven't landed on porno. No, no. still haven't no, no, landed no, no. on yeah, porno. Weirdly enough, that's I, I definitely saw it as like you know, like it's, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust. I've yeah. seen people do weird shit to animals. Yeah. So I didn't really take it as like, well, pornography. No, but what I'm saying is like I haven't seen penetration yet. Right. right. Yes. And then penetration happened. I was like, okay, well, you know, still not a porno. Like I haven't seen, you know, a money shot yet. Then I saw a money shot. I'm like, okay. I don't know, man. Like still, uh, no, I don't know if it's porno. I don't know, man. <laughs> the, the, second, the second, the second, the second we have the second we have penetration introduced to the film, like the way that the penetration shots are filmed is right. like straight porn. It's oh, like, yeah. well, this if is just, just porn at this point. I just looked into any of this guy's catalog. Like yeah. he's done like he's a, a very, he's done like two hundred movies, yes. and they're all like one of my favorite. One hundred and twenty days of anal, yeah. like was I was like that must be like a nod to one hundred and twenty days of Sodom. Yeah. I'm like we're going there, okay. Yeah. He's <laughs> definitely a director that's like he's but here's really the thing I'm say. we're all raw. like I mean obviously I didn't live during this era so I don't know but like. What what like there? It seemed very purposeful that he was like, "All right, we're gonna like do really soft stuff and gradually build mm. to the more extreme stuff." Mm-hmm. Like porn nowadays doesn't do that. You start right off, you know. Right. Like it's hardcore porn. You're in. You know what you're in for. You're gonna do hardcore porn. Well, I steps. still wouldn't call it a, a porno 
like even though the film has pornography in right, it, right, I wouldn't right. call it a pornographic right. film. See, right. It's so, a softcore film so, with hardcore inserts. So is how I would. Is, call, yeah. yeah. Is it like uh, what I'm trying to figure out from his his background of doing mm. hardcore? Do you think it was like? I mean, I don't know the background of what his motivation was mm-hmm. in certain things, but was he trying to like literally? I'm going to tell like a telling story. But you know what? Like, I'm going to take some of these porno scenes. I'm going to also like put those in there because this can be a beautiful thing too. I I think it's more that he knew he could make more money if it had the porno stuff in it, and that it, if it was more extreme. Got it. So yeah. kind that's of like we- add that's, that in that's there. That's the weird thing is like this movie kind of ends on like a fuck you to the audience. I feel yeah, like. yeah, it has a yeah that moment kind of almost like um where it's like holy mountain, mountain. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i thought of too yeah. i was like oh, me too holy mountain. I, well, like, cause it, it, like, like i almost feel like it's like well you know what like i'm gonna build the audience for back of lack of a better turn i'm going to build the audience's boner mm-hmm. and then i'm just going to immediately kill it in like the last yeah 15 minutes of the film yeah but, <laughs> like, that, but the thing is that like going, really back, going back to like what michael's talking about like or i don't I never actually considered this a porno either because, I mean, this was already going on. Like, sexploitation films were already going on. I just, when I was watching, I was like, okay, so this is like more hardcore stuff being inserted into it, a normal sexploitation. Which was super which, common. Yeah, sexploitation, yeah. they had, like, telling yeah. stories. Like, they were, like, thrillers, but with a lot of... It was, like, the pink like the pink films of, like, from Japan was mm-hmm. the same thing. It, it, was it these, isn't so much that that, it, that was the confusing thing for me. Like, I understand... Like, I've seen yeah. sexploitation films. Like, like it's, it's the decision to, to kinda... make it like gradually go up because mm. I've seen sexploitation films that just start right off the bat right, and it's just right. like this is what you're in for this is like to me it seemed kind of weird that I was like all right we're having like just nudity then like simulated yeah. softcore sex right. that you know that there's no penetration or anything happening there and then goes right into hardcore sex no you're right it's very yeah. purposeful yeah. yeah yeah it's like, not an there accident had to be decision. I think. I'm yeah. just wondering what that I yeah. may have an answer Why? money please do I may have uh, no no I actually may have an answer for this too from a storytelling aspect right mm. oh, okay so because the, it goes along with the story as in the investigation right because I would say the harem is probably the least dangerous then it gets more dangerous with the, with right. the duke and duchess mm-hmm. then it gets more dangerous with the stud farm to all the way to, mm-hmm. the, to the end where we get to the fucking snuff film right right right, right. so I, I think the sex gets gradually more hardcore as yes. does the and film and it's reflecting the yes, yes. The, her, the yeah. level of danger that she's that she putting herself into right. yeah. Yeah. and the sure. snuff stuff is like Super hard to watch for me. It's like oh, it's so hard yeah, to watch. It's, it's very I, authentic, and I don't it, know. Yeah, I even I, I I it's funny. I texted I texted Mike when I got to the because I think I was, might have been the first one that finished it, and I texted Mike. I was like, "This is uh, this is one of those rare films that really pushed my my envelope mm-hmm. at the end." And uh, we were joking about. It. I was like. Fucking Italian director, even his snuff has to be as perfect yeah. as possible. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not a hack. It's going to look as real as I can uh, get yeah. it. I, I definitely feel that way. Also, yeah. the thing I think that goes hand in hand, too, is with this is uh, with each story, too, the money level gets higher or um, posi- or position of power. So, like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. the, the, yeah. the, the person, like, the money that's involved is like, gets higher as far as like what the stakes are. Harm is like, you got one rich guy. Yeah, he's like, then an you got a fucking, yeah, a Duke and Duchess. Then you have like a whole resort that's dedicated to nothing but rich women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. then you end and on like a senator. A senator, yeah. 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 So it, it's, yeah, I feel like it's, it's all part of the, weirdly enough, all part of the storytelling. Yeah. That's not there. <laughs> In a way, it is. Yeah, that's the 
I don't know. For me, that's the magic of it. And um, I love that it is a balance. You very rarely see, like the stud farm scene. I, you, that's not typically a view that you see in exploitation films. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you are seeing the um, the woman pleasuring herself, viewing the male, and so you're still watching a woman pleasure herself. But the fact that there was a stud a stud farm in there, and that it's to service and um, be there for these women, I I thought that was a really unique choice. Like, because yeah. it's yeah. not not typical. Totally, but it works because what you just saw was a totally misogynistic man mm-hmm. who kept these women around him. So what they showed you was. Even women can have this power, right. well, you know what I mean, in a sense, and like you know, for their own pleasures. Right. Like they, there's women that will also utilize this. If but they I can. also yeah. think it it totally fits the theme of the film of Manuel because she's a very, very powerful like mm-hmm. female character. She's very confident, so yeah. that kind of that kind of flows with it. It's funny though. There was like. Um, there was a there were uh, so like you know you you have the horse scene then you go we go to the the duke and duchess and you know whatever but there was like a really there was a moment when I was watching this film at the stud farm where I thought I was seeing myself like wow this movie's like got some like deeper level messages and shit that's going on and then all of a sudden the snuff thing hit and I was just like ah fuck this like <laughs> yeah what the fuck <laughs> no but I think you're right like I think it does have those messages but at the same time it's um. It's completely playing up the exploitation aspect by having that outrageous. It's almost like it, it can't let the exploitation element go. It's right, like we'll yeah. feed you a little bit of yeah. like like depth and, and and story here, but like I cannot forget the fact that I'm making exploitation. So here's a little more to push your boundaries. I feel like it's it's weird because I got more of like like social aspects of it. I guess yeah, for sure. Like especially with like the like. Well, it's it's just like it's so many. It's this movie's so much about rich people just buying people, right? No, exactly. Like, it yeah. really is what this whole movie yeah. is kind of about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if we can get to talking about the the moment where Bill plays the joke. Like even that's that, the very end of the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. Do, is it sure, too early? I, don't I mean, know. well, <laughs> we, well. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I mean, I think I feel like the snuff film kind of is part of that too. Yeah. Is like I think that's like the the the. There's definitely a level of, like a suspense in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. is he the guy selling these? Well, I think he, I think he clearly kind of is the guy. That's that's kind of. I got the impression the that he was the center. The center was the guy oh, that no, no, was, I was talk- involved with, right? All that. But I'm talking about the joke that he plays on Emmanuel, right? With the with the the the, the uh, tribe? tribal tribe. thing, right? Because that even plays into what you're talking about. Like, I mean, it's it's a different type of you know, it's it's still rich people buying another person oh, essentially, yeah. Yeah. and he sells her as a joke, which mm-hmm. she takes way too well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, and, they, and, and they walk out, and then yeah. a Hollywood right. production crew has bought the tribe, you know, for mm-hmm. their production. Which immediately and I'm stuff. thinking, yeah. like, just like Cannibal Holocaust, right? right? Like, no, it, exactly. it's immediately yeah. what I thought. Like, he saw Cannibal Holocaust, and right. like maybe he just kind of tried to want to play into that a mm-hmm. little bit. And you have yeah. like one of the PAs saying, "No, the the natives won't dance naked or something like that." <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's uh, just yeah. yeah, it's it's really yeah, it's really making a, a, a an interesting commentary on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's like a big commentary, probably on like Roger Corman films from the early seventies because mm-hmm. they shot everything in like the Philippines and mm-hmm. they used mm-hmm. yeah they used like just the native people at right. at pennies, you know, so. Yeah, and then the you know after the harem, I know we're all over the place, but also the the I want to talk about the Duke and Duchess one because mm-hmm. that's what convinces Emmanuel that you know, hey, marriage might be okay. 
Well, yeah, but no, I thought but you decided like at the five end. Five seconds. No. Yeah. Like yeah. Five seconds. It's, not, it's not even that. It's it's with the understanding that she gets to have sex with whoever she wants. Yeah. yeah. The caveat what, what, how is that different than her relationship now? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a reason why they're not married, right? right? They, he he just was like, okay, but when we get married, I need that hundred percent commitment. <laughs> I, I think that might be the case. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, why wouldn't they get married if that was the case? If she know. likes him so much, and he's like, okay, you can have sex with whoever you want. We can have sex, whatever. Uh, Did they have sex in a church? How religious is he? No, it wasn't a church. I don't think it was religious. Yeah. I just yeah, but. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is he's just really devoted to. There, there has to, to be like, some reason. What was the reason that Emmanuel didn't want to get married? I, I took it as if I get married, her, like, I'll yeah. lose my ability to be non-monogamous. Well, and, I think she know. she she didn't want to lose her like sense of independence. Independence, yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, that's where, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you don't want to be tied down. <laughs> Not when you're in Man- Emmanuel traveling the world. Not when you're blatantly taking pictures of people doing illegally stuff, uh, illegal stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought the whole kind of point they made about the threesome scene with the Duke, his wife, and Emmanuel was kind of like, like, see, this is why I don't want to get married is because you say you're so monogamous in love, right. but then you end up bringing me into the mix anyway exactly. is kind yeah. of a thing. So yeah. it's like, why well, even I, go down that well, road? I, I took it that marriage just doesn't work. So, it you ends know, why even like, go down that it path? It ends in, like, <laughs> a, a total, like, weird purge moment, too, where they're at this party. <laughs> <laughs> they're at this party. They're all the rich people are at this party. And they have to find the golden peanut? Yeah, it's an Italian <laughs> thing. I don't know. The golden peanut? so weird. And like, whoever finds it gets the whole cake. <laughs> and when you get the whole cake, you get a girl who looks very frightened so this uh, is, that this comes out of the, the center of yes. it with frosting yeah. on her body. And then everybody just um, assaults her, basically. Yeah, and this was a scene that I was like, oh, this director's making like a real commentary on, on this stuff because she looks so scared. She, and she did. Looks yeah. so... She did not look happy. No, it was like, it was like such a terrible moment. She's like a bought and paid for poor girl. Crazy, <laughs> like, yeah. But That's yeah, you moment. felt it. You felt it, and it felt awkward as hell. And mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the, and fir- then the, the first blowjob. The shunting scene happens, and <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. Oh, I, yeah. I kept thinking about awkward as hell. I did. I did. The only level they could go after was an entire shunting scene. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about like that 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 uh, snuff film though, like right because it exists in two worlds, right? It exists with a woman who we, is yeah. We first discover at the stud farm at the stud farm, mm, and then yes. it goes over here. So. I, I didn't know if they were trying to make a greater uh, well, point to say that like all these rich people are completely depraved. Yes, and- yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because she finds out about the stud farm at that party. Right, right. right. So everything kind of leads yeah. kinda, to And the she next... thinks she recognizes somebody in the in, 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 yeah. in the right. snuff video itself who had yeah. gone missing. So oh, okay. So yeah. she leaves right. and goes in, and she she finds the stud farm where there's all these crazy sex acts. There's Tarzan and Jane. There's a threesome with a a, a, a black and a white man. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Very nymphomaniac um, scenario yeah. going on. Like, and then the, yeah, there's a weird dude dressed up like Zorro. I was Zorro. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> who is that actually only there he, to punish her? He like, looked yeah. just like Tom Selleck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking he did. did. There I was, was a like, lot of mustaches in this film. <laughs> that's no, for sure. this is, I was like, man, to work at the stud farm, you better have a fucking mustache, <laughs> yeah, man. You do. Can't be just rolling up there no, yeah, mu- no. all mustacheless. No. no, first one gone. And the little uh, penis cookies. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. they were apparently drugs. Is it acid? I think it was LSD or something. I think it was LSD because she said it was. 
Oh, a hallucinogen. Yeah. But that's, yeah, so she, th- and then, oh man, I there's so much that, weird though, shit the in the stud farm. farm. though, I feel like is the point, point of the film that I actually found the most uh, boring to me because mm-hmm. it really tosses any and all like idea of plot out yeah. of the window because it literally becomes... it's just her walking up to door yeah. number one yeah. and What's taking pictures sex? of people yeah. se- having sex, yeah. door number two. And it does that for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I just imagine a producer in the back like, we need more sex. It's like, where am I supposed to put this? Like, okay, she goes so to first a off, door. door number one. There's, there's 10 yeah, doors go. in this room. Just That's 10 sex. Just take the pictures. Tarzan <laughs> Jane, very popular right now. Yeah. 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 It's popular. clearly like a fetish. It's a way to get all these yeah. fetishy things Correct. out. Like, yeah. Because they do they do hit a lot of different areas. And I want to say that I did actually kind of uh, like the fact that they did a threesome where it was two men mm-hmm. just because right. it did kind of yeah. like play more into like the whole like look, yeah, listen I paid for this I'm getting I'm this getting like, yeah men. exactly <laughs> like it yeah. was less male gazy I guess yes. is the best word to yeah, use yeah but they couldn't let you get away with that because uh, of course you gotta have like so they catch they catch Emmanuel taking pictures, obviously, because she's literally walking so around <laughs> with, with a fu- with a fucking flashbulb. Flashbulb, flashbulb, and a pendant. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> two feet away talking to her, and she's taking photos of that person. They get onto her, touching so, all kinds of oh, jewels. Like this guy, the guy, the guy with the hair. He's not at the thing, but the yeah, guy, yeah. that guy, the that blonde guy, oh, blondie, oh, yeah. yeah, old blondie, ba- baby Hogan. Oh my. <laughs> Little <laughs> <Well>, hog. <laughs> so they, they they realize that she's been uh, taking pictures to protect their clients. They want their film back, but you know, uh, Amanda just just fucking she's, falls she's, back on yeah. those instincts. Yeah, she's, she's, realizes, she's slippery. She's slippery. Realizes right? that the wo- head woman in charge. Guess what? She hates men. She loves women. Yeah. And she's gonna she's gonna sex she, her up to know, the point to where she forgets that her she fucking takes her clothes off for an hour. Well, it's the, it's the it's the exact same situation that she was in the beginning of the film with the with like the the guy that was like uh, the guy that yes. was in her car is like someone who was same like same thing reverse but with with a woman with a woman. She mm-hmm. she was like she she wasn't as open and experienced with sex and was kind of closed off to it. That's because I feel like at the stud farm they're like okay guys. Too much man action going on here, real quick. <laughs> we need to throw. We need to throw two ladies together just for a second. The other one just, yeah. just lay there for hours. I just, I she, that lady is still laying on this floor to that day, yeah. waiting for her to come back. She said she was coming back. Yeah. I will say, like, I, and I'm not sure if this is 100 percent accurate, but I did feel like there was a narrative to like what she learned in previous areas. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that the, the that the seduction scene between her and whoever the, uh, I guess she should be, like, the, the owner. The owner. The mistress. The warden. I want to say warden, but, yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't like yeah. there's a prison. She feels like one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that that was immediately, like, that was directly a result from her situation that was happening in the pool, where, mm-hmm. like, the girls were out there and, like, you know, do you think she's going to actually... Yeah, touch a woman. You yeah, know, she's like, gonna play. Or yeah, whatever. It, yeah. I, it, like, although, like, it's hard to imagine that this is the first time Emmanuel's no. been with a woman. No, because she, <laughs> no, she, she was she's thirty been minutes with a woman prior. Times before thirty this. minutes prior in the film, she was with a woman in the sauna. All sorts of yeah. locations. She's been with a woman six hundred times before this <laughs> yeah. in this film. It's definitely, it's definitely. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I was trying to figure out times. if she was sauna. learning things from previous mm, locations and, and applying them building to, them and yeah. applying them. I don't know if that taking little bits of every lover. Just really figured it just yeah. it just finally clicked with her at that moment. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what? If I use my feminine wiles, I yeah. think I can get out of this. <laughs> I do want all the other times just was happenstance. Yeah. Like yeah. no, I'm saying I've like, really learned. They make yeah. a big point to make Stumbled it seem like, and I, I understand some. that they don't know that Emmanuel is Emmanuel, but like 
I didn't know if they were saying like, oh, do you think she'll actually? If that was the first time she yeah. had sex, they were implying that that was the first time she ever had sex with a woman. No, they weren't no. implying that, that at all. That was my <laughs> not the slightest. There's no way you're implying I, I anything. At one point, I, I do want to say I do want to take us back to the snuff film because because Mike. We're tried, not there yet. We're Mike, on our way there. Mike tried to get us on it, but we we kind of are there because yeah, this there. is the first time we we witness like a scene from right. it. Yes, and I don't know about the rest of you guys, but when like, when she was spying on them and then it panned to that, like I thought to myself, this director might be that much of a bastard to actually put a legit snuff film in here. Like I had to pause in Google. Oh, I was I like, kind of thought that the same looks. Thing. <laughs> that looks way too way fucking too, yeah. wrong. I, like, I gotta Google this I, shit. I will say I don't know how the nipple cutting scene is done. I mean, I, I oh, saw yeah, the I, I saw the effect after latex, when I started looking. Started looking. Right? Yeah, you, you saw you saw the. I saw I okay. saw the effect happening in there, and it, it was very reminiscent of they do the same thing in Solo. They cut fucking dude's nipple off. Who's tied to a pole? Dude, and so when that happened, yeah. I'm, I'm watching. This. I'll go watch the film again. I was watching no, this movie. You don't need I was, to. I was not expecting for that shit just to come out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting yeah, it to be so yeah. focused on. I thought it would be like like what we saw originally mm-hmm. through the door. Oh, there's a snuff film going yeah. on. Like, I was I was expecting a similar thing with the horse. It was like here's a crazy shocking thing. Right, you probably right. weren't ready, and here's an even more shocking thing. And then that was kind of the that it. But no, that sets they her really off ran. on a, lingering. They, they, they lingered. Really, yeah, they really that ran sets her off on investigation to go find the snuff film, and right. she finds the senator, which she does. She finds the senator by spelling then... food on him. Oh god, yes. great move. <laughs> Can I tell you? I don't like because they watch the film and then they go to the place and watch it happen in in, in real life, and then like it just takes a real weird, weird turn when they get back. I was real confused because they're just she's like he's like hey no then none of that happened. You were, yeah, you were just on LSD. Well, I was like, LSD. they're going there. Yeah, yeah. That's not, this wasn't even yeah. real. And then they're like, nah. It was real. <laughs> I was, dude, was anybody else impressed with the photos that she the took, photos? though? Yeah. It's like, like that the, her editor's like, we just got them developed. And it's like, how'd she get those fucking angles? She was behind glass. <laughs> Looking through Yeah, thing. with that lens. Dude. With that, that lens. lens. With that. the senator who's like, who's like no. banging her from behind. Like, how did you sneak the camera in in this Clearly, situation? literally the frames of whatever footage was shot. <laughs> right, exactly. and I, I also want to give she it up for the VHS director. She used her VHS cam that she had hid. Yeah, right. I want to give it up to the director though. He shot all that shit in like look like sixteen millimeter, which just added to like oh, yeah. a really gritty real vibe to it. Looked like it was mm-hmm. like stirred around in a vat of fucking oh. yeah, it, sewage it was, and diarrhea. It, it was and, poorly like, developed for sure. Is, yeah. Well, this was so the version we all watched is the uncut version, and I don't know what version theatrically it would have screened. You know, like I'm sure the version that most people would have seen would not have been this version. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so yeah, it's I think I, I was reading up on it, and I, I want to say that this that the comments that I was seeing was that there was um, the hardcore stuff, like mm-hmm. the hardcore sex scenes, like um, I don't think weren't present in the okay. re- in the Which theatrical is, release. Yeah, and I I don't know about the I don't think the horse or the snuff stuff probably. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine the horse got in there. But and, the, I without mean, the snuff stuff, how's the how's this movie end? You know what I mean? Like it plays a pivotal role. Just the whole yeah. the whole outro where he sells her to the drive. I guess so. But well, I mean, I feel like you can cut that snuff film. Yeah, like they allude to yeah. something. They're watching something. Well, they disturbing. probably don't linger as long. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably what it is. Yeah. Because they really linger on various Same acts. Well, I was gonna say, is like, that, that, it's a good point to bring it up. The lingering, like, in some of the hardcore sex scenes, like the straight up blowjob shots or penetration mm-hmm. shots, like, I have to say, like, those scenes, like, 
the actors seem very uncomfortable in a sense, mm. or not like the entire like. It almost felt like I hate to say it, but I felt like people seemed like they were kind of on drugs when they were doing well, these they scenes. Were. Like, and <laughs> yeah. I hate to make that assumption, yeah. but it didn't feel like it was working. You mm. know what I mean? I no, don't it know. doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> add to the the film. Right. You know, yeah. like I I don't I didn't I, buy it felt like these two people were kind of in a weird way forced into doing the scene mm-hmm. or paid into doing the right. scene. But you're saying the hardcore scenes you didn't add to the film. Not for me. Like I don't I think fe- so either. I feel the same way about I don't know if you guys have seen the um uh Jess Franco's ninety nine woman and there's like a a version with hardcore inserts and stuff, and it just does nothing for it, the film. It did it because, like, like yeah. I, I was watching. Yeah, like I was saying, like when I was watching, I was like, okay, this is like a lot of very you know gratuitous sex scenes, but like it never went to that level. But mm-hmm. it still maintained. I what I felt like was like a pretty solid like commentary and, and a decent story, decent mm-hmm. enough storyline for this type of film. And I almost feel like those scenes kind of detracted from. It. It's like, right. well, now I'm ju- you're just throwing shit in to have shit in there. Right. And it's just oh, like, who cares? Gotta yeah. say, you get a little desensitized after a while, too. Yeah. You're kind of like... Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's like a clinical version of watching porn. It's very clinical. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you're just sitting there like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's, okay. That's what sex looks like when you're not interested in it. Okay. <laughs> well, dude, that kind of that crushes it for me a little bit. Because the whole... Th- the, like, when it gets to, like, the, the, the crazy snuff stuff, all I could... All I could fucking think was, like, how funny is it to me that I was thinking was like there's just this one dude in some like porno theater at the time watching this this movie full full on just jack mode <laughs> and then like this Jesus. this snuff shit comes on he's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, like it's like the saddest yeah. that man must have felt. And that made me laugh so hard because I was like, oh, I'm in on the joke like the director was it in It does on. that a, quite a few times you know? in this movie. Yeah. I feel like it's not like a sexy movie. No, it's no. weird. No, it's, it's like, it's, no, but if you went into it, if you went into it blind for like the first, yeah. first yeah. like, oh, I love first Emmanuel. little bit, you're like, the first yeah. little bit, you're like, like okay, like, yeah, this is a little weird, but yeah, everybody's doing it. Yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. <laughs> Orgies. I know I can expect at least an orgy. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, horse. Oh fuck! I mean, yeah, that's whatever. Whatever. like, oh, whatever. fuck. That's, that's for uh, someone else. That's not, not for me. That's for someone else. Yeah, I'll get a popcorn. Yeah, dude, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. If I was in a theater and I saw that horse scene, I would have been walking out. The only reason I watched the rest of this film is because you guys made me. <laughs> I would have checked out real quick. Oh man. Yeah, it's just, and it's just such a weird ending to this film, though. Going back to that, where it, it, it yeah. was, where it was like, no, it's not real. Yeah, yeah it is real. She but guess what? We can't over. tell anybody, anyways. Yeah. And then it's just like. Her her and her boyfriend on the beach, and he's like, ha ha, you quit? <laughs> that will show him. And it's like, no, not really. People are still getting snuffed. <laughs> and filmed. Snuffed. <laughs> and then he's like, fuck it. We'll sell you to this oh, tribe. Yeah. Fun times. And then they run off down the beach. Yeah. yeah, they run off down the beach with some like weird, no again, problem. that weird 70s yeah. like psychedelic yeah, type music. <laughs> yeah, was like, no problems were solved. <laughs> yeah. Not one problem was solved. Not no. one no. bad guy every, went to every, jail. Yeah, no every terrible thing that was happening in the film continues. Just continues. Just continues. Yeah. Yeah. No Which is a weird statement. I just, 
Well, I think that is the statement, though, because it's just like, look how fucked up our world yeah. is, you know? Oh, like, man. Does anybody, did anybody think that Emmanuel changed anyway? Did she have no. any kind of no. arc or anything? No. I, no. Like, at the end, I was like, did she like learn she to like, settle down? She was just off to the next destination. Yeah, she's off to the next adventure. Yeah, that's what I was the thinking. Next I was adventure. Like, she didn't it's just the learn next adventure anything. for her. For everything. No. This film really does just she taught go us one direction. Things, Mike. That was her point. She was the vessel of a teaching us these various forms of sexuality. Bro, let someone threaten to strangle me right now. Yeah. Let someone threaten to strangle me right now. I know how to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oof, Jesus. Just seduce them. God, feel bad for that person. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know what you really want. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a little unconventional. It <laughs> actually might work. I work for you. They're going to be like, whoa, I didn't ask for any of this, buddy. I'm oh, out of here. Like, this, damn, I just wanted to kill somebody. I didn't really want to do all that. This guy, this guy I was going to kill this guy, and he scared me straight. Yeah. <laughs> let's see this, guys. Oh, let's shit. see. Right, when we come back, we will talk more about Emmanuel in America. Did you ever see anything like it? In real life, I mean. Never. I shouldn't confess this to anyone. But I feel you'd understand. Sometimes I dream of actually living something as cruel as that. I think I must be a closet masochist. It's the raw horror of it that excites me. You could make that dream come true. Because things like that really do happen. And we're back. We're talking about Emmanuel in America. Uh, what do we uh, We're about ready to rate this member jammer, or we got the, any? I want well, to read quotes. Oh, quotes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. From uh, the MLA. Heather Drain, you can find her on Instagram. And Mondo Heather, she writes in her essay about it in an age of Brexit. Reality stars come failed billionaire presidents and the 1% crowd who might as well make them let them eat cake, a personal hashtag. Emmanuel in America feels more weirdly prescient now than ever. Ooh, <laughs> the parallels. The fact that she tied that into Brexit is like, I know, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that one coming. <laughs> It's 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 all about money buying things. Yeah, yeah it's, it's which is true. I mean, that's what true. this movie kind yeah. of boils down to: yeah. is having money as and power. Commodities. Yeah, and people. Yeah, I, I think that was the hardest fart. Part fart. Yes. Oh, I think it was the hardest fart. Whoops. Whoa, Mike. Uh, Calm no, down. the hardest part for me was like it. It, it was kind of there were there were um, themes in this movie that I think are challenging nowadays, especially mm-hmm. like uh, they kind of. It almost seems like they're making light a little bit of. Like sex slavery, like being paid into mm, mm-hmm. sex trade, right? Like I don't know. There was there were there were a few parts where I was kind of like, wow, man, they really glossed over that. Like I, I just I still think that the him selling Emmanuel to a tribe, and then her just, just bring being it full like, circle, oh, man. man, what a joke, <laughs> yeah. April Fools. Like I thought that that was like really like that like was casual playing around is mm-hmm. selling your loved one to yeah, somebody. Like, that, like, like to me, I was like, this is not funny at all. Like I don't know <laughs> why Emmanuel is taking this so well, dude. She takes everything so she's well. The, she she's like the nicest she, she, person. Yeah, on the she planet. literally has like the best outlook when, to every yeah. situation. It, it, it almost like her attitude was like, oh, you sold me into slavery. I mean. 
This will Life's be an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how this one you goes. Try something once. <laughs> like it just seemed really weird. Maybe so. she's in it. For, maybe she's she's just in it for the challenge. How do I get out of this situation? I, I think so. Yeah, because that's why she keeps going back. You know, and yeah. she and and the the stories and her journalism escalates in danger. Yeah. As, yeah. Progresses. There's even that that line she gives the center is like, well, I, sometimes I wish I could live that. And and like, oh, I, yeah. Cody was watching that scene up here, and, I, and we were both like, oh, don't fucking say that yeah. Jesus what's yeah. wrong with yeah, you and, and then he goes to the, like the little cupboard and he like gets his uh, I don't, little dropper of uh-huh. drugs and stuff he's like well, I was like oh no can. is she gonna is this the end and I was like oh no there's like five other films <laughs> my, in this my just favorite part of alone. that scene though is where she's like she's like I'm pretty I'm into pretty risque stuff and he's like oh yeah well watch this video of a <laughs> lady sticking a finger up my butt <laughs> <laughs> and I was like okay that's <laughs> an interesting okay. choice that's pretty yeah. taboo Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did it, so what what do you think was the situation with Emmanuel and the snuff film? Like she sees it the first time and she looks very very like appalled by the whole situation. Mm. She walks out of there. The second time is is she just playing She's like she can watch it or right. she's like is, going into a zen state where yeah. she can just you like think she was escaping like yeah, um, she can be present and stay in the character she okay. needs to stay in to get the scoop but she's not going to show how there much wasn't it like she was her. flirting with the idea of like maybe this is interesting so no, no okay, the, the crazy thing about that scene which i actually really <laughs> i really enjoyed because here's the thing uh i think she's a, a, a really good actress because that yeah, uh, i thought she was pretty good that yeah. scene is like she's got like fucking shark eye like doll's eyes man she's like dead inside almost mm-hmm. watching yeah. that shit it's real apparent she kind of has that she kind of has the same piercing stare that we get from like uh miki okaji from like the oh, female yeah. prisoner film yeah, she just yeah, has yeah. that mm-hmm. intense look and it's like on her face she's like cold but not trying to look she's not trying to break her break break her character character mm-hmm. but they i'll be like i'm not in, like i'm really not into this guys yeah, yeah. my whole fear was the movie was going to end with that Oh, yeah, just her yeah. staring at the snuff film and being like, that's it, she's gone, I guess. Go- yeah. yeah, like she it finally succumbed. broke her. <laughs> right. But no. no, they just went There's right back to the, to be a had, the but cheerful no. ending. But no, what, what you end up getting is uh, <laughs> Cody said this, he was watching, he's like, fucking Italian directors don't know how to end films. <laughs> yeah, there are so many going. points yeah. where it's just like, can we fucking end it now? Now? No. no. Okay. No. And, and the crazy thing is that the ending leaves so much to be desired. <laughs> I know. It really is. Like, you left it on a, that? They had a great ending and then added this, like, real, like, yeah. boring, like, coda to the end of it. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay. Okay, yeah. whatever. Manuel keeps going on a journey with psychedelic rock. Yeah, I gotta go with those sequels, <laughs> man. The Can't sequels, just... and I think they just wanted excuses to like film in exotic locations. Yeah, like yeah, that's what I got I too. What's on this? Wait, wasn't this? I thought I read something, and maybe maybe this isn't fully accurate, but I thought I read this was one of the most expensive Italian films at the time because of all the locations. Yeah, all the locations. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's either this one or it's the sequel, Manuel Around the World. Oh, one of well, the, I mean, yeah. come well, I mean, it's Around the World, Kyle. <laughs> I'm this one's saying, in America for two minutes. For, for this <laughs> film series to hold that title, I think is pretty yeah. hilarious. I'm not even sure that was really America, but they were in America for two minutes. Jack <laughs> <laughs> me up. It was like Emmanuel in America in Ita- in Italy. In Italy. She yeah. left as fast as she could. I'm like, yeah. this is every Italian starts, film I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're in America for this shot. Yeah, <laughs> we're just here to, to film the landmarks of New York yeah. City, really and then we're moving takes on. Takes Manhattan, kind of. Yeah. 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 Like, what cobble? I'm like, what cobble road is in? <laughs> 
Manhattan in <laughs> Times Square. I don't know. It's, it's old weird. school. Yeah. Yeah, they got a couple key That's shots. That's village, right? Yeah, to, some cityscape shots, like, to make you feel, and then, yeah, she's gone. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, what do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Uh, Andrew, what are we going to rate it? Pedro's. We're going to rate it? <laughs> Pedro Pedro's. Pedro Horses. Pedro Horses. <laughs> Not Pedro yeah. from... Pedro Penises. My head is so hot. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. It's, it's like, a, I don't get the reference at all. <laughs> How does that tie into this film in the slightest? This movie at all. He was in the later sequel. He was in a later sequel, but not this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start with let's start with Chris. Yeah, um, first time watch of any Emmanuel film, um, and I don't know if I'll dig in anymore really into the Emmanuel series. I feel like it sounds like I got a pretty crazy version <laughs> of this. Yeah, saga. can I tell you something? They're not all like this. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that might disappoint me in a weird in a way. Like it's so. Going into it, like I did read up about it a little bit, and um, I, I have to say, right off the bat, I was uh, like, okay, I kind of like like the film grain of it and the shots, and you know, like that's kind of intriguing, and and they are doing some creative things visually. It's not over the top, but I'm getting a view of New York. I'm seeing people on the street, candidly mm-hmm. looking into <laughs> the camera, <laughs> yeah. looking into the camera, like you know, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a, this is fun, like. And then as it started progressing, I was like, wow, this is going a lot darker and a lot more explicit than I thought it was going to. Um, Like I said, though, like some of the hardcore sex stuff, I was like, turned just turned off in general by it being in the movie because it seemed uncomfortable to me. And like like what you kind of said, it doesn't really serve a purpose. Now, some of the shocking stuff that we were talking about, like the horse scene and all that stuff, I'm like, it does kind of enhance the film in a way and its notoriety and, like, it gives it something to talk about, you know, when it comes to this film. Something a little, like, extra, even though it's, like, weird and fucked up in a way. Um, So, I don't know. I'm going to stick with a two and a half on this movie. It was entertaining. Um, There were some slow moments. It was pretty redundant, and, you know, definitely the sex stuff wears off after a while. The snuff film was realistic enough, you know, to make me wince and be like, I'm too old to be watching shit like this. Too old for this shit. I'm too close to, like, I'm in, like, middle of my life, so I'm like, I don't want to see people dying, you know, for real. Like, but, yeah, anyways, two and a half, I mean, I and... But I see some of the like all, like the value that you're saying that I didn't actually go into it with with that and and when we came out of the conversation I was like wow I do see a lot more artistic value mm-hmm. to the movie than what I initially came away with so two and a half two and a half from Chris I'll go next uh, I will come in and here's the thing I I've been said many times on this uh, show before. I had more fun uh, with this conversation than watching the film itself. Uh, there's some, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of frustrating moments in this movie, and like I described it this way, it was like sex scene, plot point, sex scene, plot point, sex scene, plot point, and by the, like an hour twenty in, you're like, just what's the fucking plot here, guys? <laughs> because you're giving it to me in such small doses, and like, um. I why well, I am a, a fan of the storytelling and what they're trying to say. I'm not the biggest fan of how they tell it through this movie, uh, and the the biggest problem with it is the is to me is the pacing. 
Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm going to come in at a two just because also it's exploitation is just not my, it's not my bag. Cause again, it does feel like people are uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable too, which I'm okay with like, you know, films challenging me that way. There was things I did like about this though. Emmanuel as a character itself and the, the actress were, were like, solid and the way this movie is filmed honestly it's the best shot porno i've ever seen <laughs> and the ending i was really listen i did not see the snuff stuff coming and i like how it hits you out of nowhere and kind of takes you out of like because for the whole time I'm like really just dude this is just gonna be like a like a, a, a porno film i'm not gonna get like any bang for my buck and then I'm like oh fuck too much bang for my buck <laughs> like whoa too much bang for my buck so I, I did like that aspect of it too it's just um, yeah it was just it was a rough watch for me so I'm gonna go but great conversation had a lot of fun I'm gonna go with uh, two on this two Pedros two Pedros <laughs> you know which is not, you know how many Pedros are you gonna give it me? Yeah, Kyle. I mean, you'll just stare at calling me. on you. <laughs> yeah. Guess that's yeah, me. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> um, I'm going to also come in at a 2.5 on this one. Um, that You know, the one thing I we actually I don't feel like we touched on uh, during the, our conversation was uh, the actors' performances in general in the film. Like, the, the key actors, the ones that actually have speaking roles. Yeah. I feel like at, the one thing I would say about this movie is I feel like everyone's performances was pretty solid. Like, I feel like people were pretty good at, at the roles that they were playing, especially um, the lead actress. Uh, I thought she was fantastic. Um, this was definitely a movie for me that, like, the snuff stuff at the end hits so hard and hits so, and, and is so raw and has such a dirty, grimy, is it is it real? I need to Google now kind of vibe to it that it is one of those films that are going to be on my list of, like, challenge films like mm -hmm. you really need to be in a fucked up mindset to kind of really sit through it and kind of experience it for yourself i would really be interested in actually rewatch this movie with the like theatrical cut of it actually with mm -hmm. the hardcore stuff removed because the thing is and i mentioned on the show is like i yeah granted i knew what i was getting into because like exploitation films and, and especially ones that are like under the subcategory of like sexploitation like i understand it's going to be you know, a lot of funny, random opportunities to get nudity and sex mm -hmm. on screen. But generally, like, with, a, like, an interesting, you know, thriller kind of storyline peppered throughout. And I liked the progression that it was taking. But as soon as we hit the set farm and it's literally just hardcore scene, hardcore scene, hardcore scene, back to back, it kind of loses me. And mm -hmm. it's like, whatever journey the director might have been pushing the story along, it pretty much just died right there in favor of just penetration and like, you know, fucking uh, throw a money shot in there for, for good measure. So yeah, 2.5. I'm pretty excited. I finally got to see one cause I have read up on these films a lot. So I'm glad you picked it. Although I will say when you picked it, I did think that was kind of a joke. I was like, when Chris <laughs> texted me, I was like, that's not what she picked. Is it? Okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do Pedro. So, so two and a half Pedro's, only half a Pedro in mine. <laughs> Mike, all right, I'm gonna surprise myself and and maybe even you guys. I'm gonna give it a three, um, which is above average. Um, I was leaning to three, but I ended up I, two and a half. You know, half. like I, I was starting off at a two and a half, mm -hmm. right? But like for some reason, I maybe the talk got me uh, thinking about other things about it. Um, the fact of the matter is, is like this. Yeah, this this film. There's some interesting choices that they make. Uh, in terms of even the sexuality of it, how it kind of gradually progresses, and it's kind of like this thing. Um, don't get me wrong, the the horse scene I felt was like totally unnecessary. Um, but what do you mean? <laughs> Huge part in the plot. Very yeah. important. Pinnacle. Yeah. 
That, um, astro- that astrological sign. I kept thinking of like that 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 old rumor that if you go to Mexico, you you can see a show mm-hmm. like that. I think maybe from Clerks Two or something like oh, that, sure. where they make that joke. And I thought, well, I guess now now I'm gonna get to see what everyone's talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really ready for this. <laughs> um, but besides that, though, I, I will say that like later on when this and 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 don't get me wrong, I I am not a big fan of torture porn at all. I I am not a fan of it. But I have to say that the um, the snuff film, the effects that they use in it are are really mm-hmm. that, like they were very convincing, yeah. like, especially for the time, like seventy oh, seven. Yeah. When you think about that, I was like, "Holy shit, this looks amazing!" Well, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was thoroughly terrified. I, I think that this film actually had moments in it that were worse than Solo. Yeah, I mean, really, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, I think it's the harshness. Uh, sorry to cut in, but there's a lack of shadows in that scene. Yeah, so it's all shown, shot under harsh light mm-hmm. and with a grainy, mm-hmm. like handheld eight mil or sixty mil camera that really sells. Like, it was an impressively horrifying scene. Yeah, um, that I, I just got to for for a, a cult film. I thought like really kind of nailed it home. And plus, I have never seen a pornographic film that attempts to try to do this kind of stuff. Maybe there are more. And if I search more Italian directors out, I'll find more stuff Just like this. Just search this guy out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I want to. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I was I was actually quite impressed by that aspect of it. And it's such a weird dichotomy mm-hmm. that I think um, it definitely has some cult film cred to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I had to give it respect for that. So that's why I'm giving it a three. It, it's definitely not a film I'll ever watch again, most likely. <laughs> I don't think I'll, I'll need to. But, um one thing, under the belt. one thing I did want to bring up real quick before we get to the the, the final review on that because you, you you brought up like the look of the the snuff film part of it. This is like the first movie that I can think of that's like like a seventies film that has realistic looking blood that's not like fucking red paint. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where I'm like, oh, that's. I mean, I, th- it, I, th- had, I th- it had like an orange tinge to it still. I feel like, yeah, I, but I it, the, the way the way it flowed was. Maybe uncomfortable the, mm-hmm. it's 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 yeah it's like cannibal holocaust right like mm-hmm. yeah. half half of the fear is not necessarily that like actual animals get mutilated but like some of the and you know that all the human stuff is is simulated but it's like the inventiveness of it mm. i think it's like what made saw popular yeah i was mean, like oh you can kill somebody that way like getting into the yeah i mean the gore films yeah. and stuff right. you know where it's all about that like i think yeah that's where kind of this is where it kind of started for sure i i don't know i don't know that much about like early 77 how much they were like touching on snuff films and and all that either. in that period but i didn't see anything like that until Probably. i saw eight millimeter <laughs> with nicholas cage but i think it was like a, a popular urban legend at yeah. the time you know so it kind of found its way into this pop culture film you know like sure. obviously yeah. kind of the like scary idea yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and it was like and that that was what i was thinking when the snuff film was going on was just like fuck man like that could be a real scenario right now there probably and are probably, snuff yeah. films yeah i just i mean god i don't want to know uh, yeah. i don't want to live in a world where they exist so no, i'm just gonna and that's why it's scary i will yeah. not be watching crime tv tonight <laughs> <laughs> tennis channel or eight millimeter andrew how many how many pedros are we giving emmanuel in america for me, I would give it. I give it like a three and a half pages. Okay. Yeah, I I really I enjoy watching Lord Gims's performance, and actually, so the the actor Gabriel Tinty, who plays the Duke, was her real life husband. So there's the scene where they're driving together. Um, 
uh, after she kind of yeah after she escapes the harem. And um, there's some really nice chemistry between them. Um, and I just really love the exotic locations, the cinematography. Um, yeah, there's tons of problematic stuff in it. But I also do like that it is a little less male gazy in some mm. aspects. You know, at least they were trying to uh, look at different perspectives. So, yeah, I'd give it three and a half, Pedro. But yeah, it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show for this week. But before we go, we do have a review to read. Yeah, we definitely do have a review. This one came to us from OCS BDC. There you go. Yeah, OCS Double DC. And the title review is Good Movie Choices, Terrible Banter. And that's a three star review. Uh, and uh, OCS goes on to say, I've listened to a few episodes, but the constant talking over each other or yelling over each other and forced hysterical laughing over misspoken words or presumably inside jokes wear thin quickly. <laughs> it is enjoyable when two or more of them disagree strongly with each other over the film. Okay. I want to give this guy credit. He listened to a few shows before making this. <laughs> this is our last bad review where it was like, I only got 20 seconds in. I'm just like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think three stars is a bad review. I think no, that's fair. No, that's, no, that's no, better it, than middle of the road. Yeah. As we've learned on this show. So thank Do you. I know Chris is irritating? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make it irritating. He talks way feel, too much on the I show. Agree. He, yeah. His laugh. And, that's, that's probably mostly me, but thank you very here. much, OCS Double DC. Remember guys, <laughs> if you would like a shout out at the end of the show, make sure that you leave us a review on uh, iTunes and we will do that for you. Make sure you follow us on social media at ColtFilm underscore review on Twitter at ColtFilm and review on Instagram. We're also on Facebook and uh, ColtFilmandReview.com. Make sure you get your requests in there. With that being said, you can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at... ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at... At Mike Solicitude on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS on Instagram and Snapchat. And Andrea, where can people find you at? Uh, it's basically the Film Bar PHX on all social media. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on there. That's where you can find her and all the great stuff that Film Bar is doing uh, in our screenings as well, guys, which is happening tomorrow. So make sure you get your tickets now before it's too late. Before it's too late. Before it's too late. <laughs> Sounds ominous. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Don't want that to happen to you. Yeah. And remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>